0: Good afternoon, good morning, and welcome. You are tuned in, of course, to the Man Childian Candidate, where two fully grown men act their shoe size and not their age. My name is Jing Man, and I'm sitting across from the ever irrepressible and flatulent P-Boss. Good afternoon, my dude.
1: Well, you know, it's it's good that you've understood that I, like Monkey, I am irrepressible, both in nature and in nature. And in flatulence. <laughs> um, it's so. And true, I'm man. very happy. I'm very happy to be here today, dude. We are, you know, and a, and a very good morning, good afternoon, good evening, just good, good McConaughey style to you, G man. Oh, thank you. Uh, you, I've got to say, my son, you look well. You're oh. less astute. Oh, it's mad, isn't it? I know. I'm feeling exceptional. I've got a glow. You know,
0: I've um, got an absolute glow. I don't know what it's it is. A, it, it's a I would posit it's a lusty sheen. Oh, lusty sheen? Oh, thank you yeah. very much. Thank you. Just like the old not lusty Charlie sheen, I hope. Goodness me. <laughs> There's a lot we can discuss about that perhaps in a future
1: episode. Thank you. We could just do a show on the sheens, like there the, the three of them, Actually albeit, albeit one is an Estevez. Anyway, I digress. But, my brother, I'm so excited about today's show oh. because much like – the Great John Edward, we're crossing over, and we are going to just put a little toe into another one of the pillars of this program, um, in terms of genre, topic, subject, and we're going to start having a little bit of a peek under the doona of gaming. Oh, oh, is that true? I don't
0: think I read the memo. That makes me excited.
1: Uh, it's pronounced memo. Oh, I get so
0: confused. Like, gif is gif, right? Like, yeah, I know. You know, you've got to be careful this day and age, man. You can get into all sorts of trouble with a soft G or a hard G, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. yeah
1: don't, it's, it's where you point your hard G. You've got to be exactly. very careful. I've got to be very it's, careful.
0: To all the players okay. at home, I'd like to do a quick disclaimer too that this show and our shows, and this is episode four, by the way, which is exciting, um, they're yeah. all riddled with spoilers of pop culture. Riddled. So what we generally try and do is disseminate and uh, re calibrate and defragment and put back together all the pop culture uh, loves that we have, and that's books, conspiracies, movies, video games, and everything else above and in between. So, if you've got a sensitivity to a few certain topics that we will talk about, um, maybe educate oneself and find out exactly what we're talking about by either watching this or just running for the hills. I know we had um, a guy run for the hills last week, but um, that's okay with me, because we got a thousand more under the fold. So, um, Yeah. yeah, there will be a bunch of spoilers today Uh, we are going to be looking under the doona of the delicious gaming bed in which most of us choose to lie but Mm. specifically it's going to be movie adaptations of popular or even unpopular video games and are they amazing do they suck well we're going to find out this episode and i'm
1: pretty excited yeah Uh, yeah i look i'm i'm really excited Uh, uh I believe we've discovered um, our our scoring system that we're going to be using here oh, at yeah. uh, at at Camp Manchildian. Um did you want to did you want to sort of unpack a little bit of that, G? I mean, how it's a complex system, but I think people will be able to understand it. Well, it's an incredibly
0: complex system because we're complex humans, you see, and <laughs> uh, this is how we roll. Well, we discovered that a really fine way. Um, we've <laughs> in in our lengthy discussions, we've discovered that. Length. A way of us um, disseminating uh, whether something is decent or not has become a bit of a bowl. And uh, yes. what sort of bowl might that be, P-Boss? Well, a bilge bucket bowl and potentially an endless bowl of turds. So we're yeah. going to be using the rim, yeah. the bowl, the deep bowl, and the sewerage to uh, really grade <laughs> what we're going to be talking about Um today I, I'm concerned that uh, we may be overly negative um, yeah. but well, to take a red-hot dump on some very ordinary uh, intellectual properties out there um, it, it's kind of fair as far as I'm concerned because you know there is some dump worthy stuff out there that we will indulge in today and I'm really really looking forward to it to be honest look, with you
1: it's the cleansing just to a- yeah. Well, just to just to go over it again, the, the think of the bowl as having potentially two sides of the rim, so there's two topmost parts of the rim because that seems to be our system. We sort of establish a, a couple of high high marks of of what we think is the best expression of the particular thing we're exploring in any given episode. And then, of course, there's various dissensions in terms of progression down into the into the into the bowl itself. So um, you might hear such terminology as uh, I might inquire, um, I might need more information from G-Man. I might say, "Is it above the yellow lollies? Is it below the yellow <laughs> yeah. lollies?" Um, and it's just uh, so it's going to be, I think, our native rating system. Um, my favourite previous rating system in years gone by was. Roy and HG, they used to, oh. they used to, a, a Dolph was a full point and a Rutka was a half point. So, <laughs> you know, out of five, if they didn't really like a show, it'd be, you know, two Dolphs and a Rutger. And you've got <laughs> to love you, it. You've got to, you know, so look, we don't have two Dolphs and a Rutger today, but would you prefer to be Dolph or Rutka? Look, look,
0: I'm going to go with Rutger. I think he. Oh, damn
1: it. Come on.
0: You were going to go with Rutger, weren't you? I'm so sorry. I know. I know. Because, I mean, Rutger, you know, left this world um, tragically and um, not too long ago. And I yeah. think that's that's kind of um, that's how how I'd like to to rumble really because I mean there's still a Dolph and he's um, he's capable of making many mistakes <laughs> and um, yeah. I feel like he's going to yeah. continue to do so so it feels like the Dolph might be the absolute bottom of the bilge bucket there as far as I'm yeah. concerned still okay. capable of destruction
1: you know well he was in some of those movies we talked about. Uh, last week, wasn't he? He was in. Was he in the Expendables? He's in the. Or Expendables, have I just yeah. blocked it out. No, you? no, no, no. That was traumatic for both of us.
0: But yes, you're right. Technically.
1: So, so look. The question is, um, and you've you've sort of raised this point before. We don't want to sound negative, but is this episode, in fact, set to fail? Um, mm. Is Very it possible question. to to get to as high as the edges of the rim? I don't know. Stick around, you know. And by the way, as always, we're getting some lovely interaction on the Facebook page. Um, please let us know. Please chime in with your ideas. If you feel like there are some shining, shining inclusions and we've covered them well, spray us with accolades. We can wash them off later. Or um, <laughs> well, we won't. Just keep them right
0: where they are. Delicious. Uh, yeah.
1: I love the smell of accolades in the morning, G. And likewise, <laughs> if you think there are some glaring omissions Please give us a spank on the bot bot um, on the Facebook page, the face bot page. But I I am concerned are we set to fail? Yes. What do you think? Well, no, I don't think we are. I
0: think I think we're setting ourselves up for um, a few moments of glory. And, you know, when, when we're surrounded by such, well, we're going to find out whether this is tripe or not or bilge bucket worthy, but I think what's going to happen is that the glistening gems on top of the yellow lollies are going to stand out just a little bit more. So yeah. this is what I'm hoping. All right? It's not uh-huh. guaranteed. But I'm very hungry for some action. So without further ado, I think I might kick it off. So you are tuned into The Man in Candidate, and today we're going to be discussing the virtues of movie adaptations of popular or unpopular video games to blend our franchises together. So I'd really like to launch in with um, what I, to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure is in my books and i'm so very qualified (laughs) to say this just as an avid human being um that the first entry is my shining diamond of the whole lot so i like to start strong and then we can take big poos on everything shortly afterwards but if if you wouldn't mind i think the pinnacle film that um had been made of a uh, of a video game franchise um came out in 1995 it stars the incredibly i was going to say versatile but i won't say that uh just the incredibly christopher lambert or christophe lambert in 1995's mortal Kombat*. wow now now this film i went to see at the cinemas and i was 14 years old so i'll let you all do the maths on that um Now, the reason behind this is now for those that don't know Mortal Kombat, I'm sure, surely you must have heard of Mortal Kombat by now. There's 11 iterations actually numbered entries into the into the video game franchise and a few unnumbered. So it sits around about 15 games, to be honest, and it's a fighting game. This is a, you know, fisticuffs. It's all about this. But what it did, unlike uh, its brethren being um, Street Fighter, was that Mortal yeah. Kombat was violent so incredibly violent um evisceration blood everywhere decapitations etc this is where the film differed a little bit it actually went for an m rating um and but what we got was a really fantastically told if not hackneyed b-grade storyline but beautifully told it was great the music ruled The martial arts was very impressive. And to be honest, for 95, some of the special effects were pretty okay. So that, my bro, is um, my shining example of something that doesn't quite make the bilge bucket that sits up there on the golden rim, if you don't mind me saying.
1: Brother, I I love it. So um, we had had Gary Takawa or – sorry, Takawa as – what was the name of the wizard dude? Is oh, Shang, Shang Tsung! Song, yeah, yeah, man! Oh,
0: um, what a legend! Who, if you don't mind me cutting off ever so quickly, reprised please. his role in Mortal Kombat 11 on the current generation consoles as yeah. Shang Tsung, and yeah. fully facial animated. It was him voicing it and you know motion capping it, which was just Fantastic. just remarkable, my bro. I just loved it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, it's um it's coming in at a, at a lazy 47% on the old Rotten Tomatoes. What? So, you know, not a not let's be honest, not not the worst score on Rotten Tomatoes for a for a video game. Um I do want to I do want to touch on something um, that you have mentioned before, G. You've you have explained this to a few people whom we work with who do not understand Those the poor, media. Poor buggers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, in that, entertainment has shifted. The power base has moved. Big business is games right oh my bro it's the biggest industry on the planet my man
0: it it, you know combine music um theater film together and it's still less prolific or prosperous as um as the video game industry it's just the biggest industry of all and so I really think that it needs to be taken a whole lot more seriously um and Australia in particular up until fairly recently I can't remember the exact year but Australia was the only country in the world which did not have an R18 plus rating for video games, meaning that human beings like yourself and I and many of our listeners are, you know, maybe born in the 80s or even the 70s, but there were no products for us. The games grew up, right, as we did, and so the games became a little bit more violent, a little bit more adult more so is what i'd like to say but the rating system didn't and so australia was really lagging behind and so we had some really really horribly censored versions of games which even any country in the damn world was able to play but we were not able to play the same game so until recently that was changed and now here we are we're in the boon time so censorship was a thing for us in australia for some time but here we are grown up again
1: once, once again, we can be a backward little rock in this country. Um, I do remember this being an important debate. Um, it was contentious. And to me, as to match some of the other underlying principles of this show, it was about sovereignty over my consciousness. Indeed. It was about me saying, I get that kids shouldn't be seeing uh, you know, scorpion's uh spine being ripped out sequentially by vertebrae through the top of his shoulders or where his head was. I get that, right? I get that, dudes. You know, an eight-year-old shouldn't see um a fighter punched so hard up in the air that he goes down through the floor and lands on spikes. Hundred percent. You'll hear you'll hear no argument on that. In in fact. Um, that's just basic one on one parenting. Hey, just get off your ass and make sure your kids aren't seeing that. That being said, don't take away my choice as an adult. Well, as legally an adult, emotionally, <laughs> psycho, you know, psychologically, yeah. <laughs> jury's yeah. out. Um, you know, don't take away my choice to say I want a game that needs an R rating. Yes, exactly. Um, and, I mean, other big titles that came up for me when you were speaking then, um, the, the great rock star title Manhunt. Oh, big one. Um, and I think that was almost the straw that that broke the establishment's back. Yeah. Um, I remember that being cited on television and when, you know, these square news news readers were sitting there going, trouble in entertainment world today as parents go, da, da, da. they'd be kind of trying to show clips of Manhunt. Agreed, that was incredibly violent. Like some really, um, the sound effects of you know throats being severed and all that sort of stuff, yeah. as well as the visuals. However, we're adults were choosing to play that, but I remember, dude, as you probably went through it, was like, man, this is going to be taken off the shelves. I yeah. ran out and got my copy, <laughs> and yeah. sure enough, not long, not not much, you know, m- not much later, you couldn't get it down at the electronics boutique. Um, I still have it somewhere. I'll dig it out I love to show that. You. you. Definitely should. You definitely. Cuz the other the other one was, and we are talking about you know only the last generation of consoles. So not that long ago. Um, admittedly, the last generation of Xbox was like Gandalf in terms of consoles that went for you know ten years, <laughs> yeah. but uh, left for dead. And I think it was—I can't remember if it was one or two. I think it was Left for Dead One, but I had to get a NTSC friendly copy from overseas, brother, yeah. so I could so I could watch that because I don't know if you recall, but they released it in Australia, you know, a censored, goreless version. And I mean, I don't want to—I don't want to play a zombie game where there's no gore, my son. It's <laughs> yes, just,
0: dude. No, exactly. That's a strange thing, isn't it, really? Um, And it comes across from any sort of censorship, I suppose, is when someone else decides who, who gets to experience that medium and then decides for others as to whether they should or shouldn't see it or not you know that's quite a you know it's a controversy in itself there and i yeah. think that's we could yeah. really delve into that um at another time because i've got a, a bunch of other games in fact we're uh, banned and um i'm going to save them for another time because some of them were banned for ludicrous reasons that don't really make yeah. much sense so yeah but let's get into that at another day that's yeah very good point my bro thanks for raising that very Look, good point just
1: like i said just don't take away my choice, dude. Exactly. You know, just don't exactly. take away my choice. All right. Well, um, I'm going to handball to you. Let's get a little, um, an entry into ooh. the, uh, is this a bilge bucket? Let's, let's have your first entry into the, uh, the, the foray. I, I feel like this one could be the other side of the rim. I'm not sure. Um, you mean a positive side of the rim? I feel like it could be up near the top. Oh, like it geez. could be, you know, um, supporting the other side of the oval seat. I'm okay. not sure. Okay. But, um, we are talking, and look, we are talking about a game called Angry Birds. Um, is that right? Yeah, I don't like, know. I don't. I don't know if you've seen
0: it. Um, I have not. I'll say that you're you're my entry into this now. So you know, go
1: easy. Look, um, brother, coming in at seventy three percent on the old Rotten Tomatoes. Um, perhaps it is the perhaps it is the that me claiming my dad cards, but. Um, This was an okay movie, Cuzzy. (laughs) Um, Look, we're talking Jason Sudeikis, we're talking uh, Josh Gad and Bill Hader. Okay, Um, dude, it was brother, it was funny. Um, The jokes landed, and once again, it was that classic example of going, "All right, you poor buggy, you've you've gone down to a to a big shopping center, you've gone to the trouble to get a car park, you've." paid for two tickets for your kids so you're, you're out about 180 bucks already <laughs> yeah i'll chuck a few gags in here so at least you feel like somewhat human you know yeah, and it was yeah. it was not a bad um it was not a bad movie and look to briefly we probably should mention that i guess what we're trying to do here is we're going to talk a little bit about the game probably more about the game and a bit about the movie but um Angry Birds got got me through some tough business meetings back in the day. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that's a self regulation. <laughs> it was a yeah. self regulation strategy that was almost, um, yeah, kept me cool, man. Um, well, not. T- I'll tell you why I
0: didn't watch that one, and, and directly, and it's not because I have got any sort of anything against the Angry Birds as a franchise or a. Uh, Computer generated movie at all. But the fact is that when you play Angry Birds, there is nothing to it. There is no story. <laughs> so if you're making a film out of this, what have you done? You've fabricated some rubbish about the red bird needs to find the yellow bird or something, right? And yeah. so you're clutching at straws already. So you've got to be kind of impressive in some way. But because the IP yeah. wasn't for me, you're just throwing birds at the pigs and that's fine. But yeah, I wasn't going to go and see that, my dude. But uh, thank you. You see, this is, you know, as you mentioned, you know, you you are a father of some human beings and um, this is is a realm that you get to explore, that I'm yet to explore, you know, having to sit through what could potentially be a very traumatic
1: experience, man, you know. Look, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, in terms of that, I've sat through worse. Um, And look, we do start to investigate the big questions. G, why are the birds angry? What are (laughs) they angry about? No one's ever asked the birds why they're actually angry. That's exactly that's right. And more to the point, the educational merit is: what do we do with that anger? <laughs> yes. Kids, yeah. what do we do? We're angry. What are we gonna do with it? So we throw ourselves look, at walls, Dad. That's what we do, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Until look we what burst. You taught me. Yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And my head yeah. hurts. Um look, well, yeah, you- you're right. Actually, I hope this doesn't inspire a generation of acquired brain injuries. But that's <laughs> what fine. you've done. There. <laughs> I love it.
0: Yeah, there all it right, is. Man. Not a bad entry. Look, I'm I'm I was surprised to be honest with you because we got a long list of things to get through. We're kind of okay. yet
1: to delve past into past the yellow lollies and into the bilge bucket. All I'm right, curious brother. Well,
0: well, let me follow are you, are you, up. Are you going to drop one into the? Oh, pond? this is the depth charger, brother. Let me tell you, heavens ah, above, ah. wish pray that you're not a U boat because it's coming straight for you. Well, to take follow the up, safety off. <laughs> it's already off, baby. Um, to follow up with um, you know the Mortal Combat thing that I just said is the the sequel to mortal Kombat, which is mortal Kombat annihilation in which they bothered to make um clearly clearly a cash cow and so what they didn't do at all was write the film but they did go ahead and film it so this is the most woeful piece of it's a piece is what I'll say. I, I You know, this is a G-rated program. I'm not delving into the words that I actually really want to say about this. Yeah. It is honestly one of the worst pieces of cinema that you can ever absolutely experience. And I guarantee if you go onto the Google and you type in worst acting scenes of all time or worst acting, four or five of these scenes are going to pop up. It is so poorly done. The effects suck. The story's non-existent. Most of the characters aren't even real. It is a steaming pile. And that is a direct dump on anyone that enjoys Mortal Kombat in any way, shape, or form. They did it and they can't take it back. And I won't forget. So I'm yeah.
1: or, very or hurt. For, or forgive, it sounds no. like. Bro, um, as with the last film, you have me at an advantage, sir. Um, I haven't seen it. Um So really just just awful. Like nothing. There was there was nothing that no redeemed it no i don't think so no redeem all i really wanted was they added
0: some characters that were in the uh that weren't in the uh original film which was great to sort of see uh a screen version of what those guys might be like but they really screwed it man like um the actress who played sindel i'm sorry i don't think she's worked again And it's just not fair. I mean, I feel like that might have been a big break. You know, in Hollywood, it's like, Mom, never guess what. I landed this girl. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'll see you at Christmas. It felt very disappointing for them. So, no, there was no redeemable features about that at all, apart from the fact that it ended at one point. So, thankfully, (laughs) the film actually (laughs) ends. Had that gone on forever, I think that'd be you know cash your last check and off to heaven. I'm I'm waiting for the rapture now. I tells you, so yeah, we had started the bilge bucket, and that was that's a that's a low hanging fruit. That one, to be honest with you, like um, you don't have to see the film. Just honestly, yourself later. I Google. won't. Google that those scenes though because they are oh right. they're just laughable. So we might even put a link into the uh into the liner notes on the uh the old FB page if someone
1: oh wants to have a God. squeeze, just so they understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's take them there. Then my thing is, um could you predict what sort of a score it got on the tomatoes? Oh, it's gotta be like in the twenties, right? Like Brother. Two percent.
0: Two. Oh, dude, that's got to be the lowest two percent. That's abs-
1: <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm actually not that's, being that harsh.
0: <laughs> that's uh,
1: that's not even thanks for turning up.
0: Yeah, that's right. The human race has decided that this is absolutely unequivocally one of the worst pieces, and I love that. All
1: right, let's try to let's try to draw upon a little bit of positivity. Um, okay. If you had to, if you had to sort of explain to someone. Because on paper, I love the idea, dude, of of the game, or I guess what the movies were meant to be. We've got multi a multiverse, dimensional realms. We've got dudes that want to, you know, obviously take our realm, and we have defenders, you know, and they and they and they battle like. And um, so many so many movies have sort of had a go, and so much of our mythology is about this. Um, you know, a little body of work like Marvel comes to mind. Um, I guess, I guess it's such a simple idea. How how do you how do you get it wrong? Um, That's a very good question. And to this day, I don't think
0: we know because what's happened is they haven't attempted it again. Is the point? People have been so scared by it. Um, but it's also got a lot of fact to do with um, the the games these days are so rad. Like they are, you know films that you basically play for 30 hours and right. Mortal Kombat's no different somehow they managed to sneak in 11 I mean they managed to sneak in a very fantastic and really quite fascinating story and um, yeah. that's where it's at so don't waste your money on a production like that because you're going to make yeah. so much more money out of this medium as in video games so yeah don't bother that's that's
1: my sort of uh, tick there well the question comes, doesn't it? It's like, look, we kinda know we kinda know what we want. We we've we've got an established relationship with these with these characters. But I, I, I just I constantly reflect on the fact that We started out, this is a generic gaming, manchildian vibe we, right? We did. It was fascinating, brother. We started out in the minority. So, like, dudes like you and me going into the city, going to Minotaur, like, getting on that tram or whatever it was, getting our asses down to Minotaur, you know, spending a half a day or more. just stoked man thumbing through waiting for the latest releases of various comics that we were into um, you know and then and then being you know diecasters like you know moving from basic DD to you know advanced like paint and figures, the whole thing brother. we used to be vastly in the minority yeah um, and now we cut to now this is why we can use the term with some accuracy mainstream. You know, we're mainstream. This is why we can say pop culture. This culture is now popular. Yes, exactly. Um, But I feel like there's a bit of a lag there because it's like you're almost treating us like we're still in the minority there, as in the vast majority of people love this material. So just for for God's sake, hire people who are connected to it and just give us what we want. That's right. Treat us with the respect and the maturity that we (laughs) have. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh that we now have yeah we yeah. know <laughs> yeah yeah it's right ra- yeah you're absolutely right and that's a very very good point man i, I enjoy that um i'd like to really move, move along because we'll run out of time i love
1: careful i um, love how you keep us moving i'm dude. gonna try my best you know, I know hey before we move yeah you go to character you and i are about to like have a battle in mortal kombat yeah. who's your go-to character raiden
0: you're, oh you're done brah <laughs> I tell you. oh, my oh god oh i remember that you just got to press down up really quickly and he teleports behind you it's pretty unfair
1: if you ask me. What about you? Oh, being the it's recovering copied, right? Bruce Lee. Nah, uh, I'll, Liu Kang. Uh, I'll 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 keep, you know Lu Kang's going to make you work. He's going to get you with that bicycle kick at yeah. some point. Like he's going to make you work. Technically he's won all
0: of the tournaments anyway, so yeah, it's very safe yeah. to bet on Lu yeah. Kang. Um sticking ever so quickly uh with the fighting game genre is um they bothered to make a film also of uh Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Kylie Minogue, and Raoul Julia in, tragically, his final performance as M. Bison. Oh, that poor bastard. That was not what you wanted to end on, you know, really. He took a big sack of cash for that, but, you know, not much credibility or dignity left. But, wow, that's another example of uh, someone, a producer or a writer being asked to make a game about a thing, and they went, what's it about? It's like, well, I don't know. And off they went. <laughs> it just pissed out whatever uh, they put on the paper if and then if turned it is going to
1: be if it is going to be Raoul's last julia it's just it's just what a what what a what a bummer to end on that note um look as with a few of these goddamn movies dude i went and saw them i went and saw this one at the pictures Did you see that at the pictures um goodness me you know, and and who would have, who would have thought that a beautiful concoction like Raul, Julia, Kylie Minogue, and John Claude Van Damme couldn't work? What a what a beautiful minestrone of fun, but well, not so. Yeah,
0: no, but that's like just it's the same as making Angry Birds into a film. I mean, there's no storyline to really base yourself off, so you're making it up as you go. And so that's exactly what happened with this. And then um, a year later, I mean, maybe even less than a year later, they made a video game of the film of the video game. So it gets very confusing and none of it worked. And they're
1: very, very dishonorable mentions. Would you say technically that's the first video game movie? Because that's 94. It predates Mortal Kombat. Yeah, well, I think it is. Yeah. Well,
0: I I don't think we can say that without – no, no, it's not. And dude – Okay, I'll tell I'll say
1: that save this one for the end. It's really important, but it rem- This one needs time. I do need a bit. You're also going to get angry and that's okay, I, you know. Um unlike unlike Bruce Banner, I like you when you get angry. <laughs> um that is a great point. Um uh, what a game. I don't know really what to say about the game, Cuzzie, that 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 hasn't already been said, but I mean that there was a culture around that. You kind of you kind of would would rock down to the uh purveyor of the video game, the old penny parlor, however you want to call it. Man, um you always knew who was king. Like you always knew when the, you know, to create the quote the old uh it's going to say Kenny Loggins but i think it's Kenny Rogers you knew when to hold him and you knew when to fold him like you could be on a certain run just kicking butt and then just the fastest gun in the west had come in and just equalize you and it was yeah. like i'm not going to put down any more coins exactly. but i will watch do you remember the do you remember the just groups of people standing around watching it was oh, like man, man. man. no it was incredible those were original tournaments
0: man that was that was video games you know when there was a there was a public community when you're actually neck and neck with the sweatiest neck bearded fedora wearing dudes you can find and hell i was one of them bro i'm not shying away from that but here we are now look at us look how we're thriving dude it's ridiculous but street fighter i'll call it thriving i can't you know i don't want to say the truth really it sounds better on paper (laughs) but street fighter really did invent the fighting genre or at least you know, at least commercialized it. And um, there were a few entries
1: earlier on a few consoles, but, you know, nothing like this. Because I'm thinking some of the earliest titles, was this after or was this before a game like Bad Dudes versus the Dragon Ninja? Hard to know. Yeah, it's similar era, dude. It all gets pretty convoluted. A lot of stuff
0: came out of Japan at the time. Who were the only video game makers, really? Konami, you know, thank it's you. It's pretty amazing. I think it was Capcom, but, those guys, my bro. But, oh, Yes. Um, yeah, that's why I'm here, dude. That's why I'm here. I um, love it.
1: Yeah. And let's um let's keep streaking along. Well, it I've got one. What have I've you got? I've got one to quote Janine, you know, the famous assistant. I've got Ghost one. Busters. We've got one. I have to be careful that I don't get really cross and really beside myself in this section, and I mean like. Nick Nolte, thin red line, angry. Like okay, like Michael Douglas falling down, angry. (laughs) Don't you wish you let me play through? (laughs) I'm, I'm talking like, do you hear me, Styles? You take that help, you know, like just. Um, you went so red (laughs) then, man. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's worth it. Real. (laughs) Um, this was you should have seen me in the cinema. So. To try to stay on track, the next the probably all most of the titles that I'm gonna bring up next are all so close to my heart. I loved these games. All right. Loved them and adored them. So this next one, this hurt when I went and paid again, man. <laughs> More than just um, money, it seems, my bro. Coming in at a coming in at a, you know, a steaming fifteen percent on the tomatoes. <laughs> The cinematic poster had everything except an S that it required at the front of it was hit, man.
0: Oh, this is um, Timothy Oliphant. am I
1: correct? Uh, yeah, what pissed you off about this particular entry? Oh, man. Okay, I'll try to – seriously, I will Nulty. All right, to, to spend a minute on the game. This game, I spent so long with this game. It allowed me to have a channel for my perfectionist OCD, um, radical video game hedonism pursuit. So, for those playing at home, probably not since Tenshu had we seen such a such a great covert assassination type genre. Yeah. So. A landscape of where everyone was running around with rocket launchers and, you know, 50 cal sniper rifles and abusing each other into headsets. We had Hitman, which was about a genetically altered special agent who was, you know, yeah, by trade, a Hitman. The game involved subterfuge, distraction, diversion. We really did see I guess in some ways, a modern day ninja type guy. Um, you could change outfits. You could um, completely choose how you approached the quite intuitive level design that I I felt. Gee, I spent hours with this. I wanted to, you know, it, le- it would let you go covert or it would let you get loud. Um, loud was going to be tough. Covert was going to be also be take more time, but possibly more rewarding. Brother, I spent hours with it. I wish I didn't spend the hour and a half in the cinema, <laughs> dude.
0: Yeah, look, I'm much like you. I played this to absolute death, and it's um as you say, you go quieter, you go loud. Going quietly is far more satisfying, arguably, because there's so many ways to approach any sort of mission, you know. And there are huge open areas in which you can do this. Going loud, yeah. on the other hand, is possible, but only if you can. It was hard as balls to hard. alert every single guard or security dude in there, and you actually had to blade them all. They were coming straight for you, man. But in one defense that I will give the film um, to, that, to, to a little reaming that I feel is uh, inevitable here is what they did in this film, they did it only for 20 seconds, I think, screen time, or what they gave me, and us, forgive me for saying that, is one singular shot. That was behind Agent Forty Seven as he was walking through a hotel, which emulated the actual camera angle that you view Forty Seven f- through for yes. fifty plus hours. They gave me that for twenty seconds, and I salivated and went yes. And then yes. the rest of it happened. <laughs> you know,
1: I remember that too, like the red tie yeah. and the barcode. But um, yeah, just just. Uh, an epic moment, but I would argue that twenty seconds is not enough out of not an awesome did, film. We've just seen Timothy Oliphant hold together, well, not hold together, but be a real important element of a wonderful show called Deadwood. Yes. So we knew he could do stuff. In my opinion, the dudes kind of had he's kind of had trouble crossing over into the big scre- big screen with any conviction. So. Yeah, that's that's my that's my nomination. For I'm deep in the bilge, my son. Yeah, I'm very saddened by that because uh, by all rights, it
0: should have been. You know, it, it, there is a story there. There's an established character that could should have been a walk in the park, but once again, won't be bummed with the script and look what happens. So lovely. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I got, I'm going to bounce that straight back at you. This is um, a bilge bucket tennis match today, and I'm Sampress and you're Agassi, and I'm very very happy. Um, now, when you think of video games, my bro, like, like, all right, p- picture yourself being a bit more of a casual video game, like your mum, right? Like, not that she's a casual video game. I'm saying how you approach video games. It's always casually. It's never your passion. Who yeah, is yeah. The, the character that summarizes and epitomizes video games in your mind? And, and in my opinion,
1: has for, I don't know, 30 years? Maybe even uh, more. Yeah, it is. It is without a doubt my my little Italian, my little Italian bro. Um, you know, my little cap flinging man. <laughs> my like my guy. That's also really handy if you've got a leaky leaky tap. Um, and that would be Mario, brother. Hundred percent, man. Mario, Mario, and the Mario Brothers.
0: And originally, Mario started his uh, his journey as um, Jump Man because uh, he was named for what he did, basically. And he started out as the uh, as the protagonist in Donkey Kong, and Donkey Kong was the bad guy in the arcade editions very, very early on. I think it was like uh, nineteen eighty. I think this really appeared, and Mario spends his time jumping over. Um, barrels that uh, Donkey Kong's throwing at him in an effort to get to the princess, right? So it's a classic cliched sort of uh, rescue the princess story. But what they did was in the mid-90s was choose to monetize um, this franchise into a, a movie format. And what happened Next, <laughs> what's probably one of the worst things that has ever – and I saw this one at the cinema too, my bro. I was taken to that. Uh, it sounds like it was a crime – you know, it was like a punishment. I'm taking you to see the Mario Brothers film if you don't shut up. Like, all right, all right. I won't do it. You know, if but – you go in your room, I'm going to take you to Mario Brothers. <laughs> That's right. No, mama. So anyway, uh, Mario Brothers uh- – you know you know exactly what it is. It's the shiny mushroom kingdom, and there's stars to collect, giving you wincibility and flowers to give you firepower and all this sort of glorious cartoony stuff. Well, they turned it into this radically stupid dystopian future world where Mario and his brother Luigi endeavour to once again save the princess, of course, but Dennis Hopper is in this film. And um, wow. he plays King Cooper. And somehow nothing is like you expect it. It is so stupid. It has nothing to do with Mario Brothers whatsoever. You don't see a single mushroom, for goodness sake. It's the first thing you see in the damn game, and it makes you get big. Seriously, this was an absolute steaming pile, and not even Dennis Hopper, Bob Hoskins, who played Mario, or John, your personal favorite, um... My man, Legazamo. You know, honestly, as Luigi, these dudes couldn't save it, and it was once again. It's like the guy heard about Mario Brothers from a, a Chinese whispered story, and on his gone, and said, "Yeah, shit, this will do." Well, it had nothing to do with Mario Brothers, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> they really, really wasted my time, your time, and the studio's money. Is what I'm going to say electricity the actors wasted oxygen and they had the toilet papers, food halfway food. through i know you know it seems like they, they filmed it in like a week when they could be bothered you know it sucked so that one my dude hits like through expectation i suppose that was my first big bit of disappointment of video game movies big big disappointment and i i can't get over that you know i'm trying i'm, I'm in therapy still dude
1: yeah, you know you get it yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish we were in space so none of us had to hear you scream, but it's not gonna happen. Yeah. My my problem, my problem or my query is how do you assemble that cast? Like, how does <laughs> yeah. is is it just a case that Bob Hoskins has just, you know, he's on his third wife, just needs some coin. You know, Dennis Hopper's probably just inappropriately gone and cacked in a hallway or punched someone, you know, so they got some, they've got some bills to pay. Um, it's just how do you assemble that cast, and how do you tell them that it's about Mario Brothers? Yeah, totally. like I, I don't, I don't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't compute. But that yeah, I agree. A big accident. <laughs> but what a beautiful, what a beautiful game. We don't have enough time or enough episodes to bang on about no. all the incarnations of this game other than to say I found I found it such a beautiful thing that the only the other day on the Nintendo uh, my two children and you know myself and the missus are all sitting there controllers in hand split screen having an absolute ball playing Mario Kart yes Mario. Um, yes because that is a meat and potatoes vanilla easily
0: accessible formula it's easy to pick up hard to master it's it's hard to. Yeah, it is a hard damn game in the later levels for sure. And those Rainbow Roads, hey, those don't even uh, really let you finish if you're not careful. It's just yeah, dude. seriously an amazing yeah. franchise as Mario and uh, yeah. pretty much the epitome of video games as far as I'm concerned in
1: such a way for me. No, I agree. I agree. Accessi- accessibility, Indeed. Um, the whole thing. All right, let's keep this crazy bus going. Um This next one, this next one, I've really got to be careful about nolte In fact, all of them, but um, it's probably because of what it's connected to and the culture that it came from. Um, So, yeah, massive... um, you know, online multiplayer game, what what do you think of? Well, it's
0: going to be the biggest game of all time and it's definitely all not time. Minecraft. So I'm going to go with uh, World of Warcraft, a little bit of wow. Am I
1: correct? Wow is the word, my son. I oh. mean um, wow. I mean a walker. Wow. <laughs> a Christopher wow. Walken wow. Yeah. So, you know, World of Walken really. Um, I'll talk about the movie briefly. the mo- The movie's not – awful the movie's visually stunning um i really like i really like um uh, the car a couple of the cast members it just it was just like okay um actors check stunt people check cameras check high tech check computers check script ah you know <laughs> yeah yeah don't worry about uh, it. Um, plot.
0: <laughs> did you see the computers over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember, we got actors over there too. Come
1: on. This camera does 3D. You
0: did know, you see that um, at the cinemas, by the way? Sorry to cut you off.
1: Of you, you course I one? did. I, I, I saw remember. it too. Dude. I did. Yeah. I'm a sad, God. sad little man. Um, so I spent hours in Warcraft. I spent hours in World of Walken, dude. It was just um, – it was, it, it represented the last time that I could PC game because I <laughs> yeah. clearly had a problem. <laughs> and I mean, I would get into that chair, my dude, and I would be there for hours and I would leave looking like, you know, this, you know, the, the, the gelfling that had been drained by the skexi. <laughs> yeah. And I did it again and again and again. Um, hours because, and I tell you, one of the reasons why it was so special was we alluded to the fact that we have been and still are multi-sided diecasters um i loved i just absolutely adored d d and to me this was the na- the natural next expression of it in a
0: game mm. Mm. It was a bit of a revolution, man, really, wasn't it? And the original Warcraft uh, was an RTS, for those that don't know, a real-time strategy, and uh, it directly inspired the uh, Westwood surge of um, RTS that followed, which was Dune 2 and Command and & Conquer franchise.
1: Westwood Studios also did a lovely little game called Lands of Lore. Oh, I don't person, know if you Yeah, know. isn't that interesting? Uh, I don't ah. know if you ever played that one, uh, my God, Dude, that was <laughs> I
0: haven't heard that name in a long time it's a big shout out and it's gone now unfortunately ea sorted that right out thank you so very much ea for being the worst company on
1: the planet they started off so well that's another episode you know electronic arts
0: demise yes that's another one i tell you i'm going to write that down actually uh boss, i think that's just great (laughs)
1: because i'd love to do that that. all right now the other thing that i quickly wanted to make reference to was Oops, I'm gesticulating and I've hit myself. Um, yeah, write it up, self-harm. Um, the the up and coming, which we only really, you and me only really talked about the other day, um, the up and coming uh, video game, which has a tie to this this episode in terms of um, it is connected to a guy who's done some incredible writing and episodic-based television, but Elden Ring, dude. Oh, Dude.
0: That trailer's been cruising about for a little while, and I know there's been a recent one, but dude. Yeah. heavens above uh, all right keep posted here for all elden ring news in the future because um absolutely. yeah my pants got really tight
1: Miyazaki is back brother and then Unreal. you combine that with george r. r r martin and i hope i hope that this one just gets delivered i hope it doesn't become you know the uh the next the next installment of half life which we, which we've been <laughs> waiting for for half our life <laughs> yeah brother that that to me was um I can't go I can't go on enough about how much I loved the video game yeah. and I can't go on enough about you know the movie was just meh it was yeah. just meh that's so that's something isn't it classic sitting with the yellow lollies for me yeah. that's meh.
0: that's halfway down the uh halfway down the whole day
1: you know yeah yeah, all right.
0: Has, all right. I'm I'm satisfied with that because I, yeah, I'm not even a, a fan like you are, like a big diehard fan. I like the RTS a whole lot more. That's just my brand of gaming. But, uh yeah, I thought it was um pretty stinky to be honest. And that's um Duncan Jones directed that as well. That's um David Bowie's son, you know, who yeah. off the back of Moon with Sam Rockwell, oh, which is so delicious, delicious and uh, beautiful film. Do yourself a favour and watch Moon. That's really important. Um, the next thing I'd like to discuss here is a mildly honourable mention followed by um, a swift confusion, <laughs> I'd like to say. And so mildly honourable would be, uh, this is another title uh, from, the, from the mid-90s here, and one of the very, very first survival horror games, especially in a 3D space, is... Resident Evil. Resident Evil as a game on the original PlayStation, I think 95 or 96 to be probably a bit more accurate, was a horrifying adventure it was horrifying we hadn't seen this before it was scary we hadn't seen a game like this before where you were in a mansion and you had to find your people or solve the mystery but it was full of zombies and it's sort of like in 96 we hadn't really seen it zombies hadn't taken off into this amazing pop culture thing which it is now and um what really happened was just the mode of you moving you moved like a tank you were not swift or agile as we've uh, come to learn as in video games now clunky okay. ass and you were limited in bullets you were limited in supplies and oh, because of that's all right. of this it was terrifying and then what they did was they made a film out of it which um, marilyn manson did the soundtrack to and it starred mila Yovovich, dude not a bad film. It got the essence and the tone of the game pretty darn well. And the scripting was pretty good and the action was great. Like it really, really was. I'm then upset. consequently, because they didn't bother numbering their entries, you've got then got Resident Evil, Afterlife, Extinction, Revelation, Up Your Bum, every other thing you can think of. I don't know which one's which and I don't know where to start and I'm actually just not gonna because um, the number one, it was great. And that is up there for me just cinematically with the Mortal Kombat that I mentioned at the very start of the show. It's on the rim for me. And from there, it's not a direct relation to the game at all. It's just taking what they invented from the first and then just servicing it for the film. It's nothing to do with yeah. the games, really. So yeah. Resident Evil, a fine serviceable entry from uh, Captain G-Man over here. Not bad.
1: Yeah. Look, I um, I uh, agree with everything you just said. Like it was, it was a game that kicked doors open for me. It was, it was one of the, it was one of those games where there was a real cost. There was, like you said, just not having to count your shots, man. I remember going, "Oh, okay, I've got five bullets left." You know, you had to run. You had to run from um, bad guys. Like if you if you did if you didn't have the uh, arsenal or the equipment to deal with it, you had to bail. Dude, that's um, really
0: close to the first time I've ever had to run from an enemy instead of launch headlong
1: in. I thought the graphics at the time, man, were, were sterling. But, dude, I cannot tell you the 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 heart palpitations. Like opening the door, going, "Oh my, what's going to happen?" So, yeah, I, I agree with you one one hundred percent. And if if you do not mind me jumping straight into something that really comes up for me when 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 you mention Resident Evil, is a little game called Alone in the Dark.
0: Oh,
1: yes. Um, which was also, unfortunately, made into a movie. <laughs> and um, I do um, officially uh, – I'm about to open the floodgates. I'm going to give this the G-Man full sanction to just, you know, go. Um, okay. I just do want to briefly say that game was, again, so special to me. It was very early, but, again – um, there was a weight to it if you much like much like resident evil if you died it you didn't just spawn straight away and have a have a have a crack at where you know you depending on where you were in particularly in alone in the dark the save points weren't prevalent and again just holding a little lantern and you know really you had to care about your your in, inventory or inventory um and it was kind of scary, my dude. You know, like the 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 game was the game was good. Now the movie.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm ready.
1: <laughs> I'm ready. I think what I want to do is just say that we do have a name for this scoring bowl going forward. And it is <laughs> we do. it is UV Bowl. Uve bowl. Mm.
0: Okay, because this opens a floodgate you would not believe. You've blown the weir apart with a bit of C4 and now it's flooding towards the village and I can't stop it and I am not going to. This is torrential, I'm telling you. Uwe Boll, (laughs) single-handedly. Listen, just a little bit of background on this dude. No one really knows where he came from and this is the best thing about it. He's a very peculiar fella and what he really wanted to do was create video game movies and Hell, man, I want him to do it too. I want someone to do it. But the choices that he made and the way that he did it is incredibly questionable. And so he's got other beautiful stains on his resume, such as you mentioned Alone in the Dark. And that had Christian Slater in it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. not you know he actually got a bit of hollywood clout there um for for some time but then what he did was he followed it up with a couple of films and i'm just going to reel them off quickly um blood rain with michael madsen in it uh who phoned his performance in and that's about a vampire girl killing nazis uh appalling it's a boob and blood fest i not normally would say that's appalling but this case it was just shocking um he followed that with uh there's far cry um from from the ubisoft game and um Name of the King, which is Dungeon Siege, but he had Statham and Ray Liotta somehow in that, which yeah. uh, reeked quite a lot. Um, and the, probably the most controversial one was Postal. Now, Postal was a game, as we talked about earlier, about oh. banning censorship. This deserved that ban. So and for those that don't know what um, Postal is, the term going postal, in the, uh, in the late 80s, um, there was a crisis. A US postal worker had a... Very unfortunate uh, mental breakdown and went on a killing spree, unfortunately maiming quite a few people. And so, very insensitively, later on in time, the term going postal meant going crazy. So, here is postal the game features you as a postal worker going postal and it featured executions you can literally wee on your victims and all of this horrible horrible shenanigan uh, took place he thought this was the idea and he's going to make a ge- uh, movie out of this my god it is a steaming heap and i can't tell you that more than enough and Uwe Boll, wherever you are cease and desist immediately but the rumor is too how he was able to produce this is um quite literally old money from uh nazi gold he uh, yeah. is affiliated with the uh his parents not his grandparents but his parents were part of the nazi party and this is where they got their funding so thank you very much nazi gold that's what it gets you yeah
1: it's not worth it. Who, who would have thought that once again the Nazis have, you know, exercised questionable judgment. Isn't that really interesting? surprising. Go to your years room. Later. <laughs> yes, unbelievable. Um, I love I love the fact that you just explained that so clearly because and the reason that I do want to call our scoring system the Uwe Bowl from now on is that alone in the dark of all the 40, I think it's 45 official Movies made from games, Uve's Alone in the Dark sits at the very bottom at a 1% oh, of rotten. Wow. T- wow, well, something is lower than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's insane. I do suggest that Uve has a system whereby he finds actors that are in debt. Perhaps not at the height of their career and offers them now we know a a big, you know, weighty bag of gold balloons. Yeah. Um, Looking at Alone in the Dark, you've got Christian Slater, Tara Reid, and Stephen Dorff. Okay. Um, There possibly might have been a lot of bad decisions and cocaine flying around that room. Yes. And Um, interesting, where are these people now? Well, yes, that's right. They're not in films,
0: they're just not anywhere.
1: That's 2005. Cat, like okay, it's not even that old, it's <laughs> 15 years ago. Yeah, but we haven't seen Dwarf since. No, we uh, really haven't. Oh, House, yeah. of the, House of the Dead wasn't a lot better. The dead. Yes, three percent. Um, oh. it's just, um, like you know, dungeon siege tale with your mate. Oh. No, I mean, no, oh, I mean, oh, thank you very 4%. much. That's unreal. Oh <laughs> the bottom five percent are occupied uh, almost exclusively by Uwe and his bowl of poop.
0: Isn't that just wonderful? That's like yeah. just poetic justice. Like the
1: people yep. have spoken. They do cease immediately, please take his money away. <laughs> Isn't oh my that God. he owes a debt to society? And Lord knows, oh perhaps God. he could just pay by leaving. Yes, wouldn't that um, be nice? Oh yeah. God can you take us a little bit out of uh, out of Uve's bowl like we're still did my the pleasure I will
0: attempt it's to a- parkour my way out of here with a very swift entry from uh, <laughs> Jake jillenhole star as the titular character from a very popular early PC game uh, known as the prince of Persia the prince of Persia was a 2d side-scrolling adventure which really focused on animation and fluidity of movement and he was the first character I think to be um, have the ability to Hang on to something and grip and pull himself up to a yeah. to a platform which he didn't quite make. So it was kind of forgiving. Although then the combat really sucked a big set of hairy ones. But that's not the point. But you remember the combat?
1: A lot of characters couldn't even do ledges back then. That's right. Man. I think I think it's 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 kind of like a yeah. This this to me, if I think of side scrolling, man, this is one of the one of the pinnacles. Like yeah, you know, incredible. Different to Mario. Different to to others. Yeah. But special then. Yeah. Gosh, I spent a lot of time falling down onto spikes. It was oh, so did it. I, man. The whole place is full
0: of spikes, that damn palace. But what they but did was then fun. too in the uh, PlayStation 2 era, um, they sort of reinvented it and they made it into a 3D game. And a whole there was a three of them, a beautiful trilogy. Um, and the first one was called The Sands of Time, in which yes. when you fluffed a jump, when you were trying to do something, you could reverse time and do the yes. jump again to a limited capacity.
1: I can only imagine how my dating life would have been different if I just <laughs> had that option. It's a little bit like the analogy where Jerry Seinfeld was saying, imagine if life was like you could just go, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> yeah. in you know, all those times that you just said something stupid. You know, are you pregnant? You look pregnant. What <laughs> let me be a bit more tactful this time around
0: it was an incredible mechanic you know and i love anything with time travel in it and um it uh, it was a lot of fun so they made this film and it was the sands of time and look man they had sir ben kingsley in it which is you know you get some hollywood clout there which had gandhi in it (laughs) absolutely had gandhi in it insane and um it wasn't it didn't suck and the script was Fairly piss poor, but visually it was a stunning endeavor, and I've coined this term a couple of times. You know, electronic candy, and it was good to look at, but
1: left you sort of hollow and weak on the inside. Where do you stand on a jillen Hall? Like, he's an interest. He's he's an interesting um, character. Isn't he? He's kind of high level. He's capable, but his default setting seems to be high level beige. Am I yeah. wrong? Well, I lean
0: towards liking him. You know, Me too. Um,
1: yeah, How the films that he's in it generally just fine wasn't he in uh spider-man was he was he uh oh,
0: yeah uh mysterio that's right it was an okay film as far as the crow flies so you know that's my attempted parkouring out of the bilge bucket of Uwe bol's slime
1: i i agree now um if we are you know if we are sort of going in a direction of possibly trying to Crawl out of a bowl. I'm not sure if I'm your guy. I'm like that, you know. When you when you try to grab onto the drowning person, you got to be careful because I'll just pull you down. And Mm. sorry, I'm lunging at you with my speedos. Um, You know, be careful, the lunger and the budgie smugglers. Now, i I do want to I do want to bring up again my my loving relationship with the game, and yeah, my I guess maybe hate with the movie. I just got to say the word, seminal shooter, what do you think of? There's only one,
0: really isn't. I mean, there's two technically, but, you know, I'd be thinking that we're going to be discussing one that sort of launched first-person shooting into the mainstream and made it a really viable medium for games. It's going to be id Software's
1: doom, is it not? Oh brother, what do you say about this 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 game? What do you say about this series, and what do you say about the journey that it's on? What do you say about the fact that in 2016 it gets reboots? It, it's rebooted with a fantastic title, and then you know what? This year it comes out just constantly raising the bar, man. Like with with visuals, with story. Again, if you and I were to go out, you know, to a restaurant, uh, a cinematic sizzler, if you will, and the, you know, and the waiter comes over and says, would you like demons? Would you like sci-fi? We'd be saying, yes, please. Give me, give me large slatherings of the special. Would we not? Oh, yes, sir. I'm very hungry for it, man. Not in a movie. What did you think of the movie? I say it's still in the trough. It's in the bowl.
0: I, I, it's, it's on the it's on the upper um, upper bowl a little bit more. So for me, I'd say. I mean, look, you had Carl Urban. He's playing Space Marine basically, and The Rock was in it as The Rock. I think before he decided to be Dwayne Johnson. I think that was the case. Oh, I was so excited, man! Again, this was a cinema experience for me, and I'm I right. going in with these enormous eyes. I was ready, and I was loving it the whole way through. The whole way through, and then I got out of there, and I hated it. Like, yeah, I, I didn't get there. Nothing. What happened, man? What happened? Yeah. I mean, you get the best bit of film, and I, I don't want to waste this. Is once again what I mentioned with Hitman before is when they give you a slight little bit of the camera angle that you will get in the game. Well, they did that this in the film doing the big first-person section. And at the time, I thought it ruled. Currently now, sitting as I am as a human being on this glorious day, oh, it stinks. Yeah. Like, not
1: okay. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's filthy. That, 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 that stain's not coming out of the carpet. In, no, in, in,
0: no in, matter in. nappy sand, I'll get that one out, dude. No, not even. So yeah, what's impression l- of this guy? L-
1: Ah, look, brother, it's coming in at 19% on the Rotten Tomates. Um, I, I do, I, I feel that's fair. Um, I do think the games gave us, you know, some really cool stories. And if you were ever a uh, completionist like I was and you'd go around and get the little tapes and the little documents and stuff, it did, it did, it did give a bit, I gave a cool story that I reckon would be rad to explore in a movie. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, yeah, it's it is what it is. But um, for me, I had a different reaction when they went to that first p- person bit. I, I felt like that was post production. I felt like that was a. You know, a movie producer going, "Hey, yeah, uh, what, what does the game do? Oh, it's your... F- hey, oh, yeah, you got to put a section of that in the movie." You know what I mean? I don't. Hmm. I, I wasn't saying there are gamers going. We love this game and we want to show you. I felt like there were the bloody Shylocks going. Um, you know, is this what the game is? I've watched it for two seconds. I'll put this in. You know, yeah, poopy. Yeah. Take it. Take your poop and you know swim down to Werribee. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Let's move on. Yeah, I know what's happening here. Um, one of a really great,
0: um, a fantastic game that appeared in 2002 or 2001, I think. Um, it was a pretty revolutionary game. And I know you've got a lot to say about this, and so I won't delve, you know, linger too long. But it was Remedy before Rockstar picked up this title. And what it did was it, um, it basically invented a whole mechanic, both in video games and and in films where you slow down time and you might dive sideways with twin Berettas in your hands. And I know you know what I'm talking about, P-Boss. What is this I'm talking of?
1: Brother, That that is the M to the A to the X to the pain. Max pain. Max no- wow. <laughs> now, the game. Whoa, the game. What a
0: game what a game you've never had sort of like such a, a beautifully told film noir story. Max Payne himself is a grizzled pill pop and whiskey swilling, damaged man. And you get to play through his
1: psychosis. Basically it's very serious. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for your attaching film noir to it, brother. And oh. um, I think it possibly could be the first big and best example of bringing film noir to to the to the video game world. Um, like you said, he's an anti-hero. He's damaged. He's he's Bruce Willis in Die Hard. You know what I mean? He's not. He's NQR. He's um, more than that. He's like uh, Martin Riggs in yeah. Lethal Weapon. He's
0: suicidal, yeah. isn't
1: he? Yeah. 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 Um, look, we have Hong Kong cinema, we have Hong Kong action in, in a movie. We have uh, John Woo. We have, uh, like you said, slowed down bullet time. We have um, non-player characters, goons that are just standing together in an incidental position as you're walking past, having these amazing conversations that you want to stop and listen to. Uh, I can't speak highly enough of this. I I, I would simply simply say that the episode may be coming up where I try to dial you down G-Fresh and say, you've only got five five top top game titles and I want you to tell me what they are. Don't worry, I'll give you notice. Put you in your room for about three days. Now, for me, my cuz, this is one of those five. So, in, in creating that I, that members lounge, that Valhalla, that Qantas lounge of games. Um, there may be some people who I have to say, look, you can go in there, but don't touch the snacks because you may not be long. I may have to pull other people out. <laughs> I may have to sacrifice you for a Skyrim. Um, if, I can't, if I can't get Half-Life 2 in there, don't sit down. Max Payne, you, you go and sit down. You, you eat the snacks. You order a beverage, brother. <laughs> say no more. That's an, yeah, love to hear that. And then, so to
0: follow up rather rudely, is they turned it into a film. Once again, the Hollywood cash cow was just leaking all over the place with this one. And they got Mark Wahlberg, like the, the Mark Wahlberg, you know. And I generally really like Mark. And um, I'd put my hand up and say, okay, cool he might be okay at this. You know, nothing compared to um, the comic book styling dude they had in the game who was just brilliant, a little bit plucky, slightly comic relief amidst all of this as well. Now, what they did wrong with this film, and I'll tell you, is that what they did was in the game almost single-handedly invented bullet time. And bullet time is slow-mo time in which the yeah. protagonist, whoever, can basically see the bullets and you can weave amongst them or dive between them or whatever. They didn't put... Any bullet time in the Max Payne film, apart from 10 seconds, which sucked, and I didn't like it, and it made me so angry. And I went to see that at the cinema. I took it. Well, our girlfriend, I said, this is going to be a cinematic experience for both of us. And yeah. it was, but not yeah. the one we wanted. That was the first time I cried in front of my girlfriend.
1: Yeah, and then you wonder why she left. It wasn't the crying. It turns out it was the 16% Rotten Tomatoes. Again, you've got a cast. You've got Wahlberg. You've got Myla Kunis. You've got Beau Bridges. You've got Chris O'Donnell. Beau Bridges in it. Yeah. Now, my question to you before we move on, do you reckon, if you had to make a call, do you reckon before receiving that script or getting the green light from the producers, do you reckon Wahlberg ever – Clicked the sticks and played that game.
0: He has no idea what it is. I think he thinks it's a pun, and it is. It's a very good pun, but I don't think he th- saw deeper than that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't touch it if you don't know no. about it. No, it's the same as arachnids and snakes. If you don't know what it is, don't touch it. Totally, um, it's yeah. safer this way. Yeah, that was a snicker. Yeah, that one. That one. That one really annoyed me. Now I know from our discussions that there's another one, and I'd be—I guess—I'm curious as to where you—you you would put this in—in—in in, in the position of Uwe's bowl. Um, but I know there's another horror mm. that you and I have spoken about. Yes. There really is the uh, the cousin, I suppose,
0: to um, Resident Evil, and this is another original PS title. Um, was um, this is Konami, I think, to be honest, which is quite wonderful. It's Silent Hill, Silent Hill is such a wonderful franchise. And it seems to have been left by the wayside just a little bit in modern times. However, the original uh, was harrowing. It was a nightmarish experience. And so uh, your car breaks down, your daughter goes missing, you can't find her. She's in a little town called Silent Hill, apparently, and you wander the streets looking for her. Now, the gimmick is the town is bent in this most peculiar way. It's covered in Fog and mist, and you can you can't see your damn thing. Which humorously later on we found out is because the processing power of the PS One was so poor that they couldn't render the whole town. So the mist was sort of like a buffer, and kind of oh shit, that works out. So they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. rendered yeah. it, yeah. but then the <laughs> we- best out of the old 32 bit <laughs> that's right and and halfway through this thing like you're not finding your daughter it's going really poorly you're looking through a school you're looking through a hospital it's really badly and then all of a sudden this siren goes off with this chime or alarm and all the reality starts stripping away and it kind of goes a little bit like the upside down in stranger things it's a parallel dimension all twisted and bloody and rusty and industrial and it's just oh. horrifying Oh, what a game that is. Now, that's a scary damn game with the same sort of survival horror, slow movement, no bullets sort of scenario, you know. Then they made a film out of it as well. This has got yeah, yeah. our favorite, our favorite guy that never makes it through any film ever is Sean Bean or Seen Bean. <laughs> seen Bean. Seen Bean. Have yeah, you seen him? Yeah. I've seen him today. um,
1: I think you and I have been curious about this before. He's not your dude. uh, He's not the smart money for the cat that's going to make it all the way through. (laughs) He's just not. His character either gets kicked off the team,
0: he's uh, shot full of arrows or just something else happens. He never makes it. Um, This one's no different, (laughs) mind you. It's no different. They swapped um, the the – Male protagonist from the video game for oh, what's her name Australian lady, Rada Mitchell.
1: Rada Mitchell, she's great, yeah. and she was excellent Riddick. in this too. Great in what was the the Riddick one? The blo- the first Riddick. Rada's in that. Oh, cr- uh, yeah. What pitch black, black?
0: Yeah. Now that's a good one too. We can talk about that and now sci-fi endeavor in the coming weeks, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, look, this film was okay, and they did what I wanted again. They got a a couple of camera angles that are identical to the game. And I'm like, aha. So to me, as a fan, gives me hope that the person has played it. Yeah, exactly. And so that's all I want, man. That's all I I want. Yeah. So anyway, that's not a bad little little endeavour there, man.
1: So the game, um, once again, The Fog is a kind of like a parallel to, say, for example, a movie like Jaws where it's what you don't see that's just as scary. Later on, stuff is more explicit and coming at you and that's scary because of the build that's taken you so long to get there. It was one of the first games where you think you saw something and they they put that into the visual something just whew, yeah. just kind of B would wink in the mist, and it made you go, "Did I see something or did I not?" That's right. You know, dude. Yeah, that. and it yeah. was scary. It was um, as opposed for the movie. You know, like it's just um, I don't know with the scene. You know, it's, it's yeah. all of a sudden the scenes unseen, and then he's been. That's yeah, it.
0: I know. That's How'd that go on funny. Rotten
1: Tomatoes? Do we know?
0: Like well, I'm speculating, it's not that low. But just while you're looking that up so quickly, I did another thing in the game that was um, fairly unique as well. And your character had a radio. It did not work at all, at all. Right? But when an enemy was close, um, it started making this howling, screeching noise. So even amidst the goddamn yeah. fog, you
1: couldn't. You, ugh, they were coming. You know. That's that's a that's a great point. Look, am I looking at a sequel here? Silent Hill Revelation? Yeah, they. Or- did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I bothered. Look, the revelation <laughs> the revelation only gets a uh, – it's only a lazy 10%, son. Oh, wow. I do remember just um, – I do remember it harkened back. So the first one, by the way, 31%, serviceable. Um, but, yeah, look, it harkened back to a PC game, and I don't know if you ever played this, which its actual title was missed. Yeah, ever-
0: point-and-click adventure. Come on, man. That's my yeah, early was PC just- teeth cut there.
1: No, that's where you that's where you made those awful awful injuries. Uh, yeah look, that to me that game had had similar sort of elements of just it's what you don't see. it's what you're not, it's what you're not given. And I guess my final uh, sort of tangent on a game like Silent Hill is this was when games were less dumb yeah. as in no beacon going hey, you mully grub, walk this way. Right. You know, it was just you had to explore. You had to – and there were some frustrations. The movie, I, I so what, it's above Yellow Lollies? Yes, I where think so. If- yeah, I would put it into category where I would
0: say that I enjoyed it. Yeah. I won't go any further, yeah, yeah. but I enjoyed it. Did you do it at the cinema? No, I didn't see that one at the cinema. I waited for um the video cassette, I believe. Oh <laughs> it may have been yeah. DVD by then, but Lisa Max video. <laughs> it
1: <was> um, good. <laughs> now um I've really only got I have really only got a couple more as we sort of start to try to steer this uh, crazy bus towards a terminal. Tough one for me, but I'm going to say this is – really, I haven't really moved much above the water. Most of my titles are very splashy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with um, another Ubisoft, um, not a new boy, but a newbie, <laughs> Assassin's Creed, dude. Ooh. Wow, okay.
0: Yeah, they did make a film out of that, didn't they? And I sure did see it, starring Michael Fassbender. I do, yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed is a hell of a franchise. The first, as we said, I think uh, around the water cooler one time, the first two, when you're playing um, El Taya and Ezio, um, they were brilliant, brilliant films. But what they did was then follow it up with yearly installments and dropped the numbering system from them. and. Now it's a convoluted mess, and, and we're a couple of months away from uh, Valhalla being released on the current-gen
1: consoles. Yeah. Uh, Cuzy for mine, they've got to be cautious with that because that was so well done yeah, nearly 10 years ago by Skyrim with the Hall of Heroes. So yes. approach that yes. one with respect. Pretty sure you won't. No, uh, no, I won't. Yeah, <laughs> I really won't. I mean, the first time that you climbed up on top of a building and did the whole perch thing and got an oh. idea of what going on and then just kind of jesus backwards into a you know cart full of hay dude and
0: then the screeching eagle as you did it and oh god incredible so much- feeling that was a great moment in gaming
1: the movie for me is just it's, it's meh. And I do love – look, I do love Fassbender. Um, I just think that's a cat turning up to pay, you know, to pay for his third house. That's fine. Yeah, that's element uh, money, that one, isn't it? Like, Yeah. yeah. There's, there was nothing um, – there's nothing good to say about that. Mm. I have heard – I have have heard rumours of sequels and, you know, once again I uh, refer to my favourite letter of the alphabet in between X and Z here and it's just Y. like. Yeah. But yeah, gee, I wonder if it even made money. I don't
0: know if it did. Probably just enough to pay for Fassbender's alimony. But the thing really with it is, is that because the source material is so rich, man, there is so much there across so many different eras, um, time travel, there's breaking the fourth wall. It's a lot of historical stuff. Really clever. So which do you choose, right? And I think that's where they got where they got stumbled a bit because they didn't know which to choose. So they did a bit yeah. of everything. And that's yeah. just, sorry, man, that's just not going to yeah. cut it. Give me a refined yeah. story, make it concise, and, um, you know, keep Fassbender. He needs the alimony money, goddamn it. But, I don't know, <laughs> just make it better, I suppose. Ubisoft International Filmmaking Unit, do something. But, you know, we are talking about a 30-plus-hour game here, so how do you shoehorn that into an hour and a half? That's the problem.
1: And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you how they do it. It's ham-fisted and, you know, <sighs> ill. will ill produced but yes. as I as I exit because I know you'll probably you've got a few that you might want to you might want to fast track and fire at us. Yeah I do want to tips my lid nods my wink to um why do you make wing commander and you don't cast
0: <laughs> Hamble yeah why
1: yeah wing commander was
0: the most incredibly entertaining and brilliant franchise of the 90s full motion video in games now that's disappeared and that's something that i really 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 loved and yes mark hamill starred in how many of them two at least at least two if not three Right. amazing amazing games and so yeah what a piss poor effort at attempting to get that onto the big screen really but blue can we do can we do a show on hamill could yes. we yes please thank you Oh, about time, mate! Someone mentioned it. Yeah. Goodness me! Yeah.
1: yeah, so good. All right. Well, um, look, I don't want to dwell on it. No, that's you know, okay. Well, take I'm us gonna out. Gonna shoot fire. a bunch at you. I've got, I've got
0: four in rapid succession that I'm going to fire at you. All right. So I'm going to start with uh, very quickly, and I'm not going to give these too much. But we could if we wanted to. Double Dragon was a film <laughs> from the fighting game. Uh, you know, 2D side scroller. Beat up. up. Um, basically, sucked. I will say that it had. Uh, yeah, some very povo actors in it um, that rang in their performances and they just didn't realize that the martial arts sucked and that's all it was about, really. And that sucked.
1: If I had a soundboard with a fart noise in it, I'd use it now and I'd go, huh? Like, hey, just, good no. soundboarding, man. <laughs> that's is amazing. P Boss, come on.
0: Um, one entry two is um, can't get out of this without mentioning one of the most iconic video game characters of all time, which we ah. haven't even done yet, is Lara yeah. Croft. The Tomb Raider films, there are three of them, I believe, two of them starring Angelina Jolie in the mid-naughties, which uh, were okay. They were bang, bang, shoot, shoot, stand and pose sort of films. I I believe that was the script, yeah,
1: yeah. That's actually the Uh, script, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, If those that don't know Tomb Raider out there, seriously, I don't know (sighs) how you got through this. It's pretty titular.
1: (laughs) I feel like we could go on for hours about the game, but – uh, to hearken back to a previous episode, it feels like if you want to know what it would be like to, you know, control Marion Ravenwood, yes. I reckon go get yourself Tomb Raider, you know, in particular, the first one. Yeah, it's very uh, exciting. What a, what a game.
0: Yeah. It's Indiana Jones, but for a whole new generation. And I just love that. Um, and the films were, yeah, that's what I'll say on them. And they reinvented it recently, actually, like uh, two years ago um, with a new actress. And look, it was good. You say good above
1: yellow lollies, below yeah, yellow yeah. lollies. This
0: one's this one's above yellow lollies. I, I put Angelina Jollies well below, to be honest with you. It's um I think it's the mid naughty style of, as I said, just standing around posing all the time that really gets me. So I didn't have time for that, even when it was relevant. Angelina couldn't save it. Yeah, so two more entries. One is one that I haven't seen but I found it absolutely intriguing is On par with Mario Brothers was Sonic the Hedgehog. Mario direct rival in the 16-bit era got the uh, movie treatment this or last year. Um, Yeah, yeah. yeah. The most interesting thing about that is they uh, put out the preview for it, um, and it's got Jim Carrey and James Marsden in. It's actually they got some stars in there, and Sonic himself, of course. But all the fans looked at this and said, that doesn't look like Sonic. This is going to suck. And they flamed the forums, just flamed them. And then the company, the studio, went and read all of these and went, oh, oh okay, well, we're going to alienate everyone. So what we'll do is put it all on hold, all in post-production, and now we'll reimagine uh, the character model. And they did. He looks amazing. He looks like you'd expect him to look. So they, what a Cunning and amazing thing, where um, the fans actually got to have that amount of influence and didn't make a mega pile.
1: Hey, good on good on the producers for, I guess, essentially covering their own asses, but for being responsive to the fans who incidentally are the market. So you know you can have your cake and eat it too. Yes, just don't put don't put poop in the cake.
0: (laughs) Exactly, that's all we want. A no poop cake, please. Seriously, I know. Now, we're pretty much at shore and we're disembarking, and the crown jewel on the steaming pile of Uwe Bowl um, of the worst, the worst of all, um, and what we never discussed this whole time was um, video games based on movies, not once, and that's a whole separate episode, which is really quite fun. What I just really want to give a very dishonorable mention to the worst video game based on a movie it's 35 years ago and it goes by the name of et et was for the atari 2600 it was based on the major motion picture and it sucked so much like i'm talking so so much that it almost single-handedly destroyed the video game industry before it had even
1: taken off i remember (sighs) reading about it as in Pre-sales, and it was just like one of the first commercializations of going. Yes. Okay, let's desperately have a stab because obviously the film is unparalleled oh. in my opinion, flawless. Yeah, uh, and I and I remember it was all about just doing really good artwork on the on the. And we're talking back in the day of cartridge games, so oh. it's Activision, right? Let's just put really good artwork on the cartridge, and hope the kids just cruise out there and buy it. Um, and my God, what a stinky cartridge it was. It was unbelievable. It had nothing to do with the film. It made no
0: sense whatsoever. And the best bit was that the legend or the myth or the rumor was that Atari had printed so many of these cartridges and they were never going to possibly move them. So the rumor was that they'd, in fact, taken them all out to the Nevada desert and buried them somewhere. It turned out to be true. They buried millions of cartridges out in the desert. A few years ago, they found the pile, dug them up, and you can buy a buried copy of E.T. for the Atari 2600 for your very own collection to this day.
1: I just love that. How ironic that a game about aliens got buried out in the desert where they probably uh-huh. are the aliens. <laughs> right, that's only when they were digging them up. It's like, oh, that's an actual alien. Put it back. Put it back. Even the aliens are going. Are you serious? It doesn't even look like us. That's a shite game. That um, is a classic. Well, look what a, you are—a stylish, professional individual, my man. In one statement, in one, in one little blurb of banter, you've given us sonic which i agree with you because i've seen it it's good enough to sit aside the other other crest of Uwe's bowl um i do feel like my only brief comment about that is to almost say that jim carrey for me has become or has long been that actor of sort of going you know what if jim's in it i reckon i'll I reckon I'll be a part of it. Um, so what a fantastic way to draw this crazy bus to the end of the shore. We've completed Uwe's Bowl. Again, we could pontificate for hours on all of this stuff, but really hope that you guys playing at home have enjoyed, you know, us just stretching our little toes out into what what other genres or other pillars of what this show is going to be about. If you're not a gamer, um, you know, I apologise. <laughs> Maybe we need to maybe we need to put color coding on some of the episodes. It's just all gaming. I'm not gonna. Uh, but what a what a fabulous chat! You're an you're an insightful man. The 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 reduction in hair has been nothing but beneficial. <laughs> Indeed, yes, I'm far more svelte and streamlined now. Thank goodness. And you'd be moving about four. I mean, I'm I'm no scientist, but off the top of my head, rough calculations, looking at how the sun's gleaming off your head now. Mm-hmm. And, I reckon you'd be moving it around 7 to 8% faster. You'd definitely be more maneuverable. But Yeah, it's actually
0: kind of spot on. I don't know how you know that, but I'll talk to you later about it. To all the listeners at home, make sure you click the subscribe, the like, and even fling some money at us if you'd like to continue our journey because we've got a lot to say and we would love your help. And the human race, quite frankly, would really enjoy your help. So thank you we need it (laughs) but yes you've been listening to the man Charlie and Candidate you can listen to us on all the good podcasting platforms wherever you choose to reside and um, click away we'll see you next time thanks very much for playing
1: cheers everyone